everyone, this is Valerie from the iHouse program office and I'm excited to welcome you to Under the Dome. Today I have Kieran Janin with me on the line. Kieran is a master's student in the civil and environmental engineering department and is set to graduate in a few weeks. And this is his first and only year living at iHouse. You'll definitely recognize Kieran as part of one of the iHouse bands at Sunday Supper. And he also most recently performed several pieces at our end of year Bon Voyage celebration. Welcome, Kieran. Thanks for having me. Hi, can you tell our listeners where exactly you are right now? So currently I'm next to Paris in France. So you're home with your family, right? Yeah, so I'm home with both my parents, my brother, and then a cat that roams the house. I don't necessarily see him all the time. Um, he's, he's in and out. So it's 11 a.m. here in the Bay Area, but it's about 8 p.m. where you are. And Kieran, you were sharing with me a little bit about some of your time zone adjustments. And I would love for you to share a little bit more with the listeners what you're doing with that. Sure. So when I came back, I wasn't sure whether or not to stick to the, the California schedule or whether or not to um, wake up at the normal, normal French schedule. And it turns out it's kind of difficult to live on the French schedule, mainly when most of like project meetings are in between 2 and 4 a.m. local time. Yeah. So um, turns out I, I wake up at 1.30 uh, p.m. local and then go to bed in the morning towards on 6 7 a.m. That is wild and um, what are you doing with like your meals with your family because they are eating at you know eating dinner when you're eating breakfast yeah. or lunch yeah yeah so it's not sharing dinner or sharing lunch it's we're sharing meals because I guess my breakfast is their lunch and my lunch is their dinner um, well, I'm really impressed that you're able to adjust your time clock in such a way, yeah. given your local time clock is, is so, so different. Yeah. Um, so, Kieran, I know a little bit about your family roots, um, but I'd like for you to share a little bit more with our listeners who might not know you as well. Sure. I'm Franco-American. My mother is American from Colorado, and my father is French from um, suburban from suburban Paris, mm -hmm. uh, actually in the same town that I grew up in. And they met in Colorado. So I've got dual nationalities, which creates a big kind of cultural mix. Yeah, I, I find it so interesting because you speak with more of an American accent, but you've said yeah. that you really identify as French. But if someone was just meeting you for the first time, I think they would assume that you're American as opposed to French. No, for sure. So this this question of like um, cultural identity has been a big question throughout my life. And the reason I have such a good American accent is that my mother installed a rule in the house that we could not speak French. And right. all the French that we would um, speak had to be outside the house. If we were to speak French, my mother completely ignored me. <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, to be fair, it worked out pretty well, but there was this whole question of am I American or am I French or am I Franco-American? And today it's easier to say, given that I grew up in France my whole life, yeah. that I'm French, but with an American accent. Yeah. Now, is that rule still being 
implement it as, as an adult in your household right now? Oh, um, no, it's not, it's not <laughs> implemented, but when you, when you speak, when you speak English with your, your parent, your brother, and it's like, it's, it's become a habit, um, more so than like an obligation. Okay. So like, I'll speak French to my dad, um, as we often interact like that. I mean, it really, and it's, and it's very dependent on the topic too. Got like it. at the dinner table or at the lunch, lunch table, like we speak English together because that, that's just what we're used to. So interesting. Well, I would love to one day come sit at your dining table and just be a part of it to actually see what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Thanks for sharing a little bit more about you and your family roots. Um, I want to ask you a few other questions. What is one of your favorite yeah. iHouse memories? I house memories. Um, some of the best memories really are all the shared meals I had with um, the I house group that I was with. It really was like the the big highlight when we're working at Berkeley and and studying and and it's it's such a tough environment. It's always nice to come back and and eat with people and which are not necessarily in the same masters too. You're not attached to you know the the subject area you're studying. Yeah. And so those, the shared meals were more of like a, a, a time where you really could spend some good time with some friends and to know that they're right, you know, right by you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you got almost a full two semesters in of that. And, and hopefully there will be more meals in the future um, with, with the community, even if it's not, you know, directly at iHouse. Um, so I know that music is really uh, important to you and you've performed mm -hmm. at several iHouse events and I wanted to ask you, what does music mean to you? So music is a big part of my life because I was put in um, a French conservatory, which is a musical institution here in mm -hmm. France, at the age of four. Um, practiced upright bass and uh, percussion um, from the age of six right up until the age of 16 wow. and 17. Okay. So it, it really kind of anchored itself into my soul. I did kind of lose a bit of practice in, you know, in the years between, you know, when I was 17, 18 and today because I didn't necessarily practice as much, mm -hmm. focusing on studies. But no, I, I, I did quite a lot of classical music jazz music, played solo, played in orchestras of both genres. Also, my family is also very invested. My dad is the main driver of that because yes. so he's the one who put us in, but he also introduced my mother to the guitar mm. and my brother to the mandolin. I actually um, formed a bluegrass quartet when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And that just yeah. seems so strange to me in the context of France. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Well, so it was, it's a, it's a mix between what um, my mother is, is used to, which is country music, and also my dad's interest in kind of like the, the banjo and, and, and the music you'd find actually in, in Colorado. Mm. So a lot of the inspiration from that is from there. And so my, my dad was playing the banjo, my mother was singing and playing the guitar, um, my brother was playing the mandolin and I accompanied on uh, the upright bass. How neat. 
Yeah, it's a family yeah. affair. <laughs> I yeah. think it's perfect, perfect example also of just how well your families have really blended in their cultures and their own interests as well. So thank you so much for sharing with us your love for music and, and for contributing um, in that way as well. Um, and thank you again for joining us, Kieran. And we send you all the best on your next adventures uh, after you graduate. Listeners, we hope that hearing from Kieran helped you feel a little more connected to the iHouse community. Be well, keep practicing physical distancing, wash your hands, and be sure to tune in for more episodes of Under the Dome. Until next time, bye, Kieran. Bye, Valerie.